This is a Fubar Radio podcast. You can subscribe to the app on Apple and Android. Visit foobarradio.com for more details. James Acaster on Fubar Radio. Yes, so it's not actually James Acaster, it's Rob Deering in for James Acaster on Fubar Radio. And I've got Lloyd Griffith with me this afternoon. But before I meet his wonders, I'd like to play you something straight off uh, my iPod. And that is, are you ready? This. The Fly by U2. That's a U2 record that I bought deliberately as opposed to that one that they put on everyone's iPod without them asking, which I think there are still people around the world now going, what is, what, I never, I, I like the Cocteau Twins. But I like The Fly, I think that's an excellent record. I'm joined by Lloyd Griffith. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm very well, thank you, mate. Thank you very much for having me on this lovely Sunday. I don't want to be outside in the sun. No, you don't want to be out there in that. It makes, it makes you know, sweat. Cold studio. Yeah. Girl, I want to make you sweat. Yeah. I'm not going to sing. I was just going to say the words to that song, and that's the whole point. You don't say the words without singing it. Cause no. Boris Gardner, is it? I don't know. I don't know. It was quite a nice song. It goes, it's all very sweet, but the words are, girl, I want to make you sweat. Swear, I'm not going to. I can't quote them. I can't bring myself to do it. It's not right. I, I mean, if I'm honest, mate, I've got no idea what you're on about. Well, let's pretend it never happened. Okie dokie. Sweat till you can't take no more. And when, you know, I'm not. Oh, gonna, that one. Yeah, oh, no, you I know, do know that you know, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but um, never mind, Boris Gardner. We're here to find out. Just to clarify, if you're suddenly listening for for you know newly off the back of nothing, you don't know what the hell's happening here. This is James Acaster's iPod Shuffle, and I am instead of him. Lloyd is my guest, and we're going to take it in turns to play songs off our iPods other shuffling digital devices are available and uh, and then uh, and we'll see what songs come up and we'll see where that leads us so I'm quite excited to see what Lloyd's got I was quite pleased that that you know it's one of the U2 songs I really like yeah it shook my world when I liked that because I hated them at the time I'm not really a U2 fan I wasn't obviously I like the, the biggins that we all know but I don't really everyone loves biggins biggins um, but I I don't really yeah no no, I will understand. I mean, at the time, as a teenager, like when the Joshua Tree was out, it was like an article of faith. That yeah, I'm a bit young. I'm, a bit, I'm quite young, mate. So I don't yeah, yeah. That. Well, suffer. You know, I'm 42, and you're going to be chewing on that all afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> um, not, not too. I'm only 31. So you, you're in your fourth. You're in your fourth decade now. Yeah, yeah. I think you're in your 40s. Now. <laughs> I nearly did, but that, okay. it would have been harsh if it had been no. true. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, I heard that. Yes, yeah, so I just. <laughs> that's that's just a common thing now. And but that, I think that will come up because you are over a decade younger than me, and that's that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. It? I think yeah. so. I, but I think I think because I I like to think that I'm quite musically orientated, but I know that you are. So when I'm with my friends, I'm like, yeah, I'm a bit of a muser. But then when I meet you, I'm like, um, not in comparison. Yeah, but I'm not hip. I'm like just like a pub quiz kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. But I'm I'd like to think I'm hip but then also at the opposite end of the spectrum very geeky when it comes to other types of music so. do you think there's anyone who doesn't like to think they're hip oh yeah there are people that i think go anti-hip yeah I mean, but they're then so they're just hip. trying to be called by china like they're so called. hip they're anti-hip you know it's I mean? amazing now that people can be nerds and go you see i'm just a nerd and you can see that they spent ages choosing their tank top yeah perfecting that mate you, exactly you, it's the you, same thing you did not wake up like everybody's nerd. cool and no one is yeah usually yeah. usually in east london or Manchester, I've realised recently. Yeah, that's right. Very cool in Manchester they are, with all their beards and... Yeah. And there's, I mean, the beard thing is great, but I can't grow them, so I'm always very threatened by that. I can grow a beard. I can see that. I grew this this morning. Yeah, that's good. You did one specially. For the like, listeners, it's a like beard good, this afternoon. It's about a semitator. I mean, that's it's not a worth it. Is it? No, d- no, I was going to say, it seems to be a semitator. It's a semitator. Um, you mean you look halfway to looking like a potato? Yeah, yeah, semitator. And um, <laughs> very good with semaphore. <laughs> oh, I don't want to see any semaphore because I haven't seen the first semaphore three. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> cooking. Already cooking. Okay, are you ready to play me something on your... Uh, are yeah. You ready? You ready? So, okay. how, so what do you want me to do? Do you want me to just pick anything I want? Or should I no, just randomly... No, don't choose. It's got a random. It's got a so, randomly generate. Just so press play. Just press play. Okay, I'm going to press... Uh... <laughs> He's cheating. I'm I can not, see uh... you cheating. Oh, here comes something. Oh, this is quite a nice... I, I, did, I flicked Wait, it. Wait, is this Tears for Fears? No, it's not. Oh... All this right. is one of the, my favourite beginnings to any song in the world. It's Oasis, isn't it? Correct, Rob Deering. Wonderful. Ten points. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Love that song. So that is... Um, 
that is <laughs> that, that <laughs> comes between a couple of the actual songs. Does, yeah, what's so, so, that, yeah, what's the story? Of Morning Glory, yeah. and um, that is uh, I think it's called Swamp Song, and that that comes in between just before um, Champagne Supernova. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought we I thought we could have cheated and let it go into Champagne Supernova. We would be cheating. No, but it's on we? shuffle because it, it wouldn't. It like, wouldn't have done it. it wouldn't, wouldn't have, have played it. it. Well, give me back the light lead then. Um, okay. Do you know I quite like that, and I I mean people I love Oasis, and what's the story? Of Morning Glory is an excellent album, and I think they were so kind of fresh when they came along. It's actually quite impressive that their second album was so good, yeah. as opposed to them get, you know getting a bit dull after that. Yeah. But I never liked that sound of water. Oh, I loved it. Rowing type business. Loved it. Oh, it makes you feel queasy. That album was one of the first albums I bought on a CD. So um, I can't <laughs> remember what year. So that you came. are quite old. Y- yeah, yeah. Well, no. Um, <laughs> but that was like one of the first CDs that I um, bought. That and Cooler Shaker K. But what's the story? Morning Glory. Um, yeah, I-, I had that, and it's still one of my favourite albums to date. It's a good album. Yeah. I, when they played Finsbury Park, I lived near there, and I could I could hear it. Like, we could hear it in our house and it was very exciting yeah. I think I was actually more excited listening to it down by the garages really? than I would have been you know if I'd actually been at the gig <laughs> should we see what I've got next yeah are we, ta- are we taking this in turns you now doing one? Oh yeah it's my go Did- now oh, hopefully mine will be a song yeah you know as <laughs> opposed to Noel Gallagher <laughs> in the first, distance a 33 second <laughs> intro <laughs> doing something you know cynical <laughs> and pretty much wasting all our time let's see I've got no idea what this is going to be quite exciting here we go Forever by Bon Iver for, from uh, Forever Forever Ago. Or actually, no, have I got that the wrong way around? Anyway, it's Forever from Forever. For, it's a breakup album. You know the album, don't you? I do know the album, yeah. Nothing like a good breakup album. Um, I've, um, I've never really had a breakup album. Really? Yeah. What about by other people? Like the Fairground Attraction, First One Million Kisses, that's a good breakup album. No, but I mean, like, if I've, if I don't really, I don't. Well, have you listened to other people's breakup albums while you've been happily in a b- really boring relationship? No, oh, I have. Who's got a pre- what's a breakup album? It's like it's when you're in a you're you are in a relationship yeah. and you're also a recording artist, and then you split <gasps> oh, up, right? Got and you. then you make an album which is absolutely excellent. Got you. No, Phil I, Collins. Phil Collins did it for goodness' sake. Really? Take a look at him now. He's just an empty space. Um, I'm trying to think of the next uh, lines that were a uh, song, but. Um, my brain and you coming quickly. back to me is against all odds, and that's what I've got to face. Careful, I can feel you coming in here tonight. <laughs> 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 Ooh. Oh, um, uh, I'm an Englishman in New York. Oh, stinging it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But yeah. it, but it does. It really does lead to good albums, and good albums like we were saying while that song was playing. We were talking about the music. Yeah, that's right, because we really live this. And we were saying how a good album, you know, it, you slightly lose the art in the day of shuffle and yeah. Spotify and all that stuff. You don't. You lose the art of an album that starts with a good opener and then a single and then all that. And I think, like going back to the the Oasis earlier on, I remember the first time I played it was on my uh, Auntie Irene, Auntie Binny's um, dinner table because I got a CD player, and I remember playing um, uh, "What's the Story, Morning Glory," beginning to end. Listen, to, I remember that first time. And yeah, say it's a bit like a book, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you can remember every song, which order, and you know what's coming next. You know like, we know what's coming next. And, and your whole life now, if you hear one of those songs, like I have this with basically Cure albums. Yeah. And if you hear a song, you can hear the opening notes of the next song yeah, every yeah. time, forever. And you can, yeah. So I, I like that. And then um, and Boniver, Boniver, I probably wouldn't be able to tell you what the next song is on that album, but that was a, a lovely album. I was uh, singing um, professionally. I'm not sure if the listeners know Rob, but uh, I'm also a choir boy as well as a comedian. I don't like to bang on about it too yeah, much. Yeah, but from you. you Keep that on the quiet, uh, quiet. Uh, Imagine no, it's spelled C H O I R hyphen no, T. I'm not giving you that because you use that with Vicky Stone on Twitter. This well, week. I thought it was good. I thought it dusted. It off. was good, but don't. I don't mean you using that as if it was off the cuff. Okay, you use that with Vicky Stone on yeah, Wednesday. And it was better written down as well. Forget <laughs> it. We'll, we'll scratch it from the I, record. I I'll t- talk to the stenographer. I just told her. I told a joke on stage um, at a new material night, and I just I was about to bring Hal Crandon on, and I said I was on, I was on a train the other day, and uh, well, I was just doing just writing some new stuff, and. Um, all of a sudden, this bass started singing. Then a tenor, then an alto and soprano joined them. And I started singing four part harmony. Then I realised I was on the choir coach, and um, no one laughed. And then Hal Crandon came on and said, "That was genuinely one of the worst jokes I've ever heard." <laughs> <laughs> and I was really chuffed that he had such a you know an opinion on it. Yeah, so, yeah. It's a shame that it was such a negative opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'd still rip the room until then. Just decided to 
bring the headline acts on yeah. to but it's a nice joke. change to just do that with a bad joke it's amazing how often a compo will bring you on to something just really offensive yeah yeah <laughs> you, you, you come up I do not very often but every now and again I'll get to the mic and kind of have to point out to yeah. the compo what they've just been talking about there's a certain you know, do you, did you plan to do your rimming material <laughs> <laughs> just the second before I hit the there's hit a certain the promoter that is based not a million miles away from here and every time you bring someone on you are essentially getting the dustpan and brush up and just collecting the pieces of the shit that he's just thrown at all the audience and he's going okay I'll just uh, I'll just uh, I'll just tidy this up anyway here are my jokes yeah yeah <laughs> we'll fix this let's spend a few minutes rebuilding this and yeah. then uh, oh but it's a fun challenge but sorry so Bonnie Vare I for Emma I remember listening to that um, whilst on a on a bus going from Olesund in Norway ah, to I think Norge. somewhere else in Norway where I can't remember but it was a, one of the most beautiful bus rides I've ever had and I remember listening to this and it was just one of those picturesque yeah I'm having a good time here yeah. mm-hmm. I'm having a really good time Yeah, how I, long ago was that? I think like four or five years ago maybe 2009 yeah. moving out journeys I took a train through France listening to Eden by everything but the girl once oh that's Ooh. a good one Ooh. when was that? don't tell me 97 no much longer ago we're getting onto my extreme age again. No, nice forget thing. that. Okay, so uh, are you ready? Have you got your next? Oh, one? sorry. Yeah, um, plug I'm in. Just going to plug, plug it in. Going to use my fingerprint to. Uh, pl- and I'm going to press play now. Are you ready? Yeah, ready. This is Lloyd's next choice. I don't owe you anything by the Smiths from their eponymous first album, which is. Uh, Second rate compared to Hatful of Hollow, but that song's great. It's a lovely song, isn't it? Beautiful. I have actually, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to over Smith's the whole atmosphere and yeah. kind of, it's a bit Smith's cubed. Yeah. But that was the song that I used to stand listening to on my cassette Walkman, probably with little foamy orange oh, wow, yeah. headphone pads, when I was doing my GCSEs. Wow. And I can remember standing in the trees just by the music rooms in the snow listening to that and going because I'd asked someone out she said no oh mate that sounds like a real kind of like Brit, like British independent film that you that's right do. it's kind of pitiful and you know that sounds like a pitiful kind of half hour but I reckon that's about two years we're talking about there wow yeah um E.S. Smith's fan Yes, very much so. In fact, I, you know, because I grew up on the Cure and the Smiths and yeah. the Cure thing, I feel a bit of, uh, I look back at it now and shudder and think, oh, I'm not comfortable with that whole business. But the Smiths, I still love. I always find something good in them every year. And, you know, how old were you when the Smiths were out? And this isn't an age thing again, I was wondering, because I, I didn't actually get into the Smiths until about five years ago, five, maybe seven years ago I got into them uh, I was aware of them f- w- like live yeah. you know, as it happened because yeah. my brother was into them I remember seeing Heaven Knows are Miserable Now and Top yeah, the Pops yeah. and stuff but I really got into them as they split up really now, you know they made Strangers Here We Come and yeah. split up and they did a South Bank show and then I was listening to them and I was like I can't believe they split up because I've just really got into them just right now yeah. and I was as a teenager and that kind of teenager you know it was all about me so I knew about I knew about Morrissey because obviously when yeah, I was. I, I didn't realise that Morrissey was the leading of the Smiths. Yeah. Until I did a bit of research, I was like, oh, oh, that's why they sound quite similar to those bands. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then got into it after that, and then since then I've been quite addicted to listening to the Smiths and Morrissey. What's your favourite Smith song? Um, ah, so I don't know. It's. Um, I, I, I kind of thought I had a favourite one until I saw a cover of one from a, like not even um, not even a, a good singer, just something on YouTube. Um, and um, it's uh, oh my god, oh my god, I'm having a brain. Freeze. Go on, what is um, it? Come on, come on. Oh mother, I can feel the soil falling over my head. Do, 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 do. Oh, what, what a song! What is that song? It's um. Uh, it's, I know it's over. I know it's over. I know it's, it's over. So I know it's over. It's probably um, one of my. Um, it's so easy. Oh, that's great! If uh, you're so funny, then why are you on your own tonight? If you're yeah, so yeah. clever, then why are you on your own tonight? If you're so very good looking, then why are you on your own tonight? Um, the I other, know because tonight's just like any other night. Your triumphs and your charms yeah. are in each other's arms. Um, that's poetry. It is poetry, and that's the thing. But yeah. I. So I really wanted to get into Morrissey, and uh, I've got a few T-shirts, I mean, because I'm quite cool. Yeah, um, you certainly are. I bought his autobiography. Yeah. I oh, know, sorry, my sister um, bought the autobiography for her birthday. One of the hardest things I've ever tried to get my eyes onto is, is have you read it? Yeah, I've got it, and I haven't touched it. Well, I've got to tell you, you know, he is... Touch it. 
he's weeing on his own legacy. I've got to say, it would be so brilliant if he'd just gone into hiding just after the Smiths. Yeah, but like, it, I, 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 I quite like him. I quite like him, and I quite like when uh, Russell Brand used to do the interviews with him. Loved all that. Yep. Um, and interviews with him, but frankly, um, Mr. Mr. Shankly, um, that autobiography was. Uh, it's like it's prose. It's prose. There's no chapters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barely bloody sentences, and it, you know, it, it is, I got annoyed after like the fourth page, and yes. I, I haven't touched it since. I'm, I'll go back to it. Well, one we, day. Let's have a race. Well, yeah, no. Me and you got to finish that book. I'm not going to. No. How much money? We should have a bet. It's so big as well. Oh, it's a big fat book. I'm reading something else at the moment. We've uh, they were both those last two songs were a bit sad, and I've just seen what um, what's coming next, and it's nice. You enjoyed it. It's a bit okay. of a change of pace. This okay. is off uh, off my phone, and <laughs> it's it's pretty classic. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm just going to play it, and then you'll hear it. Here it is. Here it is. Aha! With the uh, Living Daylights theme, that was actually Aha and John Barry. And uh, John Barry hated doing that with Aha. They really had major artistic differences. And that was the end, the acrimonious end, of John Barry's uh, long-term relationship with the James Bond franchise. Um, lead singer of Aha. Do his name? Morton Harkett. I've met him, mate. Nice. I have, yeah. Is he still wearing those wristbands? I didn't look at his wrists, so I was looking at, too busy looking at his face. Very good-looking man. Yeah. Was he when you met him? Was he uh, completely corporeal, or was he still a black and white cartoon? Uh, he was on the verge. He was on his motorbike. Yeah. And did he come through a little window? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he was like saying, um, oh, "I'm looking for a team," and I was like, "What?" He goes, "I'm looking for a new team." I was like, "Take me on." <laughs> T- take on. That's a shame. If you said "Take on me," then that would have been great because that's the title of one of their most famous songs. Oh yeah. No. But I'm, you said take me on. Yeah, yeah, no, because right. I don't think take 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 on me. That doesn't sound. You wouldn't say that, but go take on. Take yeah, but he's me he's, on. he's Norwegian. But the next him. one is take me on. But um, it, lovely guy. Uh, we didn't really get. We didn't have that much in common, to be fair. Uh, where, where and when did you meet him, and why? Funny story that actually. Thanks for asking, Rob. Uh, <laughs> Westfield, two thousand and nine or ten. Yeah. Um, I was hosting a summer series called Westfield Shimmer. Where they had a number of um, uh, stars. They had Chip Monk, who was a bit of an uh, idiot. Uh, <laughs> he sounds really cool. VV Brown. He went. I went. Hello, mate. Um, I'm the MC. He goes, mate. You're not an MC. I was like, no. Oh, as in like a master of ceremonies. I'm not like. I'm not going to be spitting rhymes. <laughs> Anything like that. Um, and I went. What introduction do you want? Oh, I went. Yeah. I went. Oh, like. He goes, just anything, mate. I went, okay, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Chipmunk, no, 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 mention like the Mobos and stuff. I was like, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, tell me what you want then. And it, you then were supposed to know. We who just Chip didn't Monk get was. on that well. But then yeah. his hype man was Wretch32, who has done very well for himself. Mm-hmm. So uh, he was very nice. Wretch32 was very nice. Vivi Brown, she Vivi was Bra- good. Got mate, Vivi Brown. I thought she was brilliant. And then I think she went to America. She starred in the MS um, Women's Clothes adverts, went to America. I haven't seen, I haven't heard of her since. So this is not just any career tail off. This, this is an was, MS career. <laughs> but she was lovely and she was a really nice girl and we had a little bit of fun um, she was great and she asked me uh, fashion advice like is my skirt too short or should I put leggings on and like she lifted her like she, lift, she went to like put her arms up in and the air and I could see her um, pants I was like, I'm, I, like I, I can see your, your I can see your Vivi Brown um, <laughs> and she laughed and we got on quite well oh. um, and then they had uh, who else did they have uh, I think that was about it anyone that yeah anyone that you can remember but aha uh-huh. and aha uh-huh. of all of those people Chipmunk got to say like a thousand people, fifteen hundred. Aha was heaving. I'm of talking course. like three thousand people there on all layers, and it was yeah, like the biggest amount of security. Yeah, um, and we were getting dressed in what is now All Saints, uh, the shop. Not well, at least you had a lot of sewing machines handy. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, um, a lot of brothers. And there. so you saw a lot of singers that day. Ah, oh, I just said brothers, but they're, <laughs> no, not, you totally they're, not, blew it. they're typewriters, aren't they? <laughs> Oh, take ah. me on I've got a brother <laughs> oh you've almost done some jokes yeah I know almost <laughs> it's like doing a comedy gig hey um, I'm going to go all radio on you I just want to say if you've just tuned in I'm Rob Deering in for James Acaster and uh, talking right then that was my guest Lloyd Griffith and this is a sting oh I thought it was being so cool Fubar giving radio the finger Check it out. Where is is James Acaster? I thought he's back, isn't he? Uh, yeah, but I um, I've uh, I abducted him. 
Oh, to get the gig. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was looking. I, thought I wanted to come down and hear what records you've got, so I, uh, I bound him and uh, stuck him in. in a cupboard. So I'm getting quite scared that the next song will be a weird little choral thing. Or well, and nothing could be better than that 30 seconds of, uh, of uh, Oasis in the distance. <laughs> come on, let, let's hear it. Let me, let's uh, see, see what you got. I've got something here, and I'm going to press. Uh, well, I'm going to press next and then play. You ready? Good. Okay, so. Now this is a very good song. Oh, that was Joe Goddard with Gabriel uh, featuring Valentina, I believe. And uh, I really like that. It's a great song, isn't it? Yeah, good record. So um, I listen to uh, Radio One because I'm still clinging on for dear life that um, I am still a, a, a kid. 31. Radio 30, One. I am, okay 20, I am 29 and nine quarters, mate. Um, yeah. But uh, I listen, oh, sorry, I listen to Fubar and Radio One. Um, but um, to see the producer go, well yeah, done, nice Lloyd. Well done. They, they, they really need the support. Thanks very much. Um, and. Um, uh, oh, talking to the producer, by the way, yeah. um, James Acaster is in Kettering at a family event. Oh, is he? Uh, and, you know, it's Kettering and James, they're, they go together. K and an E and a T and a T, E and an R and an I and G, T and a don't, T and an O and a W and Actually, no, let me, I'm not sure if I was Either he's at a family event in Kettering or he's gone to a family event to do the catering. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah, it's one of those two things. Because he has a sideline, doesn't he? He has a sideline, and it's very confusing. He's got a Meals on Wheels van, hasn't he? And it's called um, Acaster's Arancini Balls. <laughs> and he deals only in Arancini. Because he's got a supplier in Italy to get uh, quite cheap couscous. Uh, not couscous, risotto from couscous. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Acaster's Arancini Balls are AAB, it says on the side of the van. Um, very good. I've had them. Uh, the ones he uses with truffle oil are to die for. <laughs> simply, simply yeah. to die for. He does mushroom and arancini balls. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. The garlic mayo he them as well is quite possibly. I tell you, once I was going to tuck into an arancini ball and turned out Scotch egg. Right, okay, yeah. Nightmare. There's no way knowing, you know, I mean, if it's not labelled up. Hey, I'm a pescatarian now. Yeah, it's a real hassle. Really? Um, well, do you mean you've given up meat or you've started eating fish? I've given up meat. Okay. So um, I gave it me on the 4th of February. and uh, How's I now, it going for you? I mean, I've eaten more cheese than I've ever eaten in my life. Yeah, well, the, the difficult thing, the good bad thing of being a, a lactose-happy vegetarian is that you're allowed to eat a fair yeah, amount of cheese because you need it. the protein. You need the protein. Um, I know, I'm not sure if you're allowed to do plugs on this. And I, I've got no vested interest. I went to an Arantini place. Can I? I can't get a nod. I went to a place yesterday. Um, well, it wasn't in Westfield, was it? Because no, there's it one in Westfield. Westfield. <laughs> you're all over Westfield. They've got Aha, uh-huh, um, they've got Arantini. Kentish Town. Yeah. Or actually, Kentish Town, Chuck, in between Kentish Town and Camden. It's a place called Arantini Brothers. And mm-hmm. they do quite possibly the greatest Arantini I've ever had. Are they the plumbers? Um, there's two plumbers, very exciting. There's a short, fat one and a thin one. Oh, I think they're the Mario Brothers. That's right, they're the Mario yeah, Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No. Um, that joke was But if you want to give them a plug... Um, well, they've already got one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, we're cooking. Um, but, so, yeah, Arancini balls, they're great. Um, and then Joe Goddard, I listened to that. Um, Annie Mack played it, and I was smitten the moment she played that um, song, um, Gabriel. It's a good song. It's a nice stomping bass line as well. Yeah. Fat doom, beats. Doom, fat doom, beats with a pH. Doom, doom, doom. Yeah. We like that. We enjoyed that a lot. Love it. Which is good. It's made us... Uh, and it was nice not to be, you know, basically looking over my 16-year-old shoulder watching <laughs> me moaning about it, etc. <laughs> so, well, but we're back to my phone now, so we might find that it's something... How many, how many songs have you got on your phone? I, I, don't, I don't know. I've I, got I, thousands and thousands in my iTunes, but this is a selection of on them. My, so. can I say, I've only got 574 that select, but on my iTunes... Oh, no, but the show finishes at six. All oh, right, okay. Oh, well, <laughs> Well, let's see how many we go. Let's have five seconds from each one. Still not enough, is it? No. Okay. Yeah. You do the math. I've done it. Here we go. This is what I've got coming next. <laughs> oh, hey. Bit of chemical, brothers. Oh, oh we just heard what your yeah, next that's song a giveaway, was. Isn't it? What a giveaway. Oh, it's because no. it went, I didn't want to get rid of the wall, 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 walls. Do you know what I miss? Sorry, I, I know we're going to talk about that song. I do miss a good pub quiz where they have an intro round. Oh, yeah. I love it. Oh, pub, yeah, they do that down, uh, down in the Rose and Crown, Stoke Newington. Yeah, that's I a really that. good round. I love that round. Really good. I'd like to think I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. Well, you like a pop quiz, don't you? I you reckon if, this. if you and I teamed up um, to do a pop quiz, I think we'd do pretty well. Pop or pub? Pop. What's your, if you were in a pub quiz and it was other subjects, what subjects are you good at or bad at? Cathedrals. 
Yeah? Yeah. That's often, that's a round I've heard come up week in, week out. Well, no, but you're joking. One day at a pub somewhere, they're going to have a cathedral round and I'm going to absolutely boss it. If or Grimsby Town Football Club round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grimsby Town Football Club, cathedrals, the life and works of Thomas Tallis, and, um, I mean, that's probably it. That's good. Sounds like a fun night. Cheese sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're my like my hot topics. I'm hot on... I'm hot on a lot of... I'm not as hot on history as I'd like to be, but I've got a good working knowledge. Yeah. And I'm weak on sports. But I'm, I'm, I'm a good person to have in your pub quiz team. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've been on all sorts, haven't you, mate? I've got the chops. I've got, I've got quiz um, chops. Weakest link. Yeah. 15 to 1. Yeah. Mastermind. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's probably better than that first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you ever been on Egghead's celebrity special? Not yet. I did the marathon with CJ, though. I was going to go and say hello to CJ, you know, the egghead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was, he was, you know, it was quite, it was, there was a sort of, you know, celebrities. Yeah, that's right. Celebrities running the marathon tent. And everyone was quite approachable. You know, I I chatted briefly to Jensen Button. He was with Chris Evans. I don't know them. CJ off eggheads. No. Nothing. He looked like one of the scary droids in the sand crawler at the beginning of Star Wars. He was kind of sitting and just there. I suppose, he, to be fair, he might have been worried about the prospect of running 26 miles. Um, I played football with, um, oh, what's his name? From uh, The Chase. Oh, uh, first chipmunk, now this. I know, I'm pretty... It was my name drop, and it, no, no, you're going to chump it. What's his name? <laughs> the black guy from uh, oh, The Chase. Oh, from The Chase. Yeah. Sh- Sh- Shane? No, Sean. Sean. Sean? If you think I'm going to help you, you know... No, I don't know. I don't. Know. I only know Paul. Paul Sinner. I don't know who the others are. Oh, lovely bloke. Love the Played chase. football with him last year. Good guy. And soccer sixes, celebrity. Well, I, I think all those chasers on the chase are really nice, and then they have to kind of pretend to be evil, like Anne Robinson. What's his name. That's going to annoy me. Um, now, can I just talk about that song a minute? Yeah, yeah, go, go, go. Because that go. was great. And this weekend, I've been on and in, and I'll be back tonight in Brighton at the Comedia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love going to Brighton because it's as a town, it kind of sums up my thing of being like you know kind of oi, oi, and in yeah. the 90s and then now being quite sort of you know basically I've been all weekend I've been juxtaposing raving in the past suppressing and raving recycling in the modern age <laughs> and uh, that's, Brighton's home of that so that that, came, that was wonderful because that that's what I do now is I used to dance to those songs and now I run to them although I was dancing then wasn't I yeah you Couldn't were you myself. were dancing and you did a little drop yeah, yeah. I was just trying to think of a joke about putting your recycling, um, like going, oh, it would be the blue one, the blue one, the brown one. What? Um, big fish, little fish, a cardboard box. Yeah, good. Going in food, food, and then. Yeah, um, yeah. Pescatarian, pescatarian, and we're going to flatten that and put it in the green bag. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm. My big fish, little fish, and cardboard box are now in self storage. And as you know, that is a line from myself. <laughs> it's yeah. a line from yourself. I know, just trying to. But um, uh, I'm kind of really. I'm go- let's talk. It keeps coming up. I'm trying not to be a run bore, but, Go right? On. Two weeks ago today. London Marathon. Yeah. Did it. Had a great time. Got a good time. What was your time? Could have got a better time. My time was three hours, 19 minutes and 18 seconds. Well done. But my music player broke. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I saw you. Yeah, 10 miles in. So I did the last thing, more than 16 miles. Oh, that is awful. Without music. And and also I thought, I'm really tired. I'm not going that well. But but at the end, I realised I was, you know, I was going fast. I could have, if that song had played to me at like 18 miles... I'd have come in like a rocket. <laughs> had to in like That's a what rocket. I was missing. I needed someone to drop a little bit of Chemical Brothers, Prodigy, Fatboy Slim would have done it. Yeah. You know. And that, were they all on your playlists? Always. Bloody Katy hell. Perry's Firework. Baby, you're a firework. Uh, boom, 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 even brighter than the moon. I'd have, I'd have, mm. over the second. I'd have won it. I'd have beaten Paula. Yeah. Um, well, that's a shame. Paula Radcliffe, incredible world record. Um that she still holds from that incredible marathon time and that's always what people remember her for isn't it yeah 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 definitely not the other thing dancing in the street <laughs> um, um, I've, I've got a 10k coming up in two weeks oh where uh, London Booper London 10k I have not done a 10k before nor have I really done any training like I think I'm quite fit I ran 5k the other day just for a bit of fun um, and that was quite easy. Well, that's a good distance to be doing then. If you can do your 5K, you can oh, do your 10K. I mean, you suffer, well, but it'll be good. I'll be able to do 10K, that's no problem. But I've got a half marathon in September, the Great North Run. You need to train more for that. So I need to train more for that. But um, Also, the Great North Run has a weird thing where it's it's slightly uphill all the way. Yeah, which is uh, annoying, isn't it? Yeah, I, I resented that on the day when I did it. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm going to... So I need, I need to start doing... Um, a Great North Run's fantastic, though. It's yeah. superb like, atmosphere and stuff. But yeah, you should practice. Yeah, no, I will do. 
Well, but, well, if you ever want to go for a run. Yeah, I will do. But you live up here, don't you? I live down there, so um, I'm not going to meet in the middle because then we're just going to say, hello, you're right. Yep, yeah, okay, bye. Or we could take a car. What the hell was that? That was exciting, wasn't it? That was it? a bus. Oh. Which is like a car, but larger. Yeah, you're not allowed to use those on the day. No. And they close all the roads. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I need I'm going to go to Berlin and do the uh, Berlin Marathon. I think that will go well, unless I hit the wall. <laughs> Is that a joke? Yeah, that was a wow. joke. Oh, you can talk after take me on. <laughs> no, no. I, I was like, going, oh, well, I was about to go, well done, mate. No, you should do all the marathons. No, I, I, no it is true. I oh, you are doing the marathon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's true and what's not. It was Rob. a joke about the truth. Um, you, it's you funny because it's oh, true. I, I can't handle the truth. Um, I went to Berlin the other week um, and just got drunk. Oh, you take my breath away. I've never been to Berlin. And, you know, going, this running thing is big for me. And, Jason Bourne is very big for me yeah. and he goes to Berlin in the Bourne Supremacy yeah. so it's a bit like a salmon going back upstream to die if I go and run in Berlin <laughs> if I get a PB over there I might genuinely go back to New York break into the CIA and take that whole thing down with Pamela Andy's assistance really this is getting pretty Jason Bourne specific but at least hopefully someone someone knows what I'm talking I about I didn't get a PB I got an E111 <laughs> when I went my uh, train seat the other day was E44 and I did a joke about the seat next to me being all covered in kind of cream <laughs> why is the other one next to me it's so smooth <laughs> it's a, mm, emollient so play something from yep. your device okay so I'm just going to press uh, I don't see how it sh- can bang sh- like my last tune but yeah, go for it let's see what oh. that's not that was just a motorbike going excuse by excuse you yeah, sorry. that's your own um, scenic balls going by here, here we go is it up have you got yeah yeah On Fubar Radio. Yeah, actually, Rob Deering in for James Acaster, who's doing some catering or is in catering. I uh, and that Mancunian misery came courtesy of Lloyd Griffith. Um, it was amazing, though, wasn't it? It was beautiful. What was it? What was it? Give us the title. It's and called um, Elbow, friend of ours. Well, by Elbow, song called Friend of Ours from Seldom Seen Kid, which weirdly I mentioned earlier on. Um, and I think it's one of my favourite songs of all time. It's beautiful. Um, oh, it's gorgeous. It's about one of their friends that passed away, um, and they wrote that, and it's just uh, everything about it. Um, you know, the, the little piano. I like. I, 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 live, I, lo- I really like Elbow, but I haven't got all the records or anything. I'm just kind of aware of them. But they seems to me that they're one of those bands who's uh, unusually they've been allowed to grow into their greatest self as a band over time. Yeah, which these days doesn't happen very no, often. No, of course it doesn't. No, and you know it's when they won the, the Mercury Music Prize that people really, you know. Th- the outside world kind of like knew of them I think yeah um, I didn't really know of them until I, I knew of them but I didn't really know their music until I went to Glastonbury uh, a few years back and um, I'd had a few beers the night before Rob do you know what I mean what I, I, yeah well I like a few beers mate you know what I mean um, and I was very hungover and then they were playing on the Sunday afternoon and I fell in love with Elbow and I fell in love with Guy Garvey and it, I was just I got home and I just downloaded all their music legally um, and they're now one of my favourite bands and I saw them the other week oh, a few months ago at uh, Hammersmith Apollo and it's just live they're just incredible Guy Garvey I think is the best front man in the world well it's funny you should say that because I saw a band at Hammersmith Apollo and that changed my life and they're also an incredible live band and the front man you know really impressed me and that was Flaming Lips oh really but I would love to be on at the Hammersmith Apollo myself uh, it's a good room. Yeah, it's a good room. Yeah, it's, it's a nice room. Do you know what I mean? But it was just like it's one of those. It's one of those ones where there's only a few gigs where I've been where everyone's just completely mesmerised by the person who's on stage. Elbow is one where like everyone was just listening to every single word that he said, and then we said join in. Everyone joined in because um, he's Dutch. That's why I did the Dutch accent. Yeah, um, don't the, join in yet. The it's other, not already. The other person that. And this was probably more uh, like ridiculous. Gil Scott Heron. Oh uh, yeah, Gil Scott Heron went to see him um, like before he passed away. I think he was at Somerset House. He was better then. Yeah, about four years, uh, four years ago, and um, it was one of the the gig where it was outside. It was a music gig. I have never seen a whole gig of people just absolutely silent and just watching one man. It was. Incredible! It was yeah. absolutely amazing. Another one, poet, another poet. One, yeah, 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 yeah. One bloke uh, started piping up at the back. Um, I think he was a media type, um, and some mod type was like, quick, big, baldy mod bloke was like, "Can you be quiet, please, mate?" And he said, "Gig, mate." Well, like you're allowed to. He goes, 
not here. We listen to Gil Scaring. Will you be quiet, please? This bloke started like talking and took the mickey out of him from being bald. And then the ball bloke just punched him in the face. And everyone was like, he deserved that. Yes. <laughs> We're trying to watch the music. He had had his fair warning. <laughs> it was a weird little uh, five minutes, that bit. I sat, when I lived in uh, um, Scotland in the mid-90s, I sat the night before um, Christmas Eve. I was flying home. My mum and dad had got me plane tickets, so I didn't sit in Scotland in my, on my own like something like Midnight Cowboy. But the night before that, I was in the... Uh, in the oyster bar yeah. having drinks with strangers and there was this uh, guy northern irish guy in a suit called eugene nicholas duffy and he oh, was yeah. telling me about um gil scott heron and how he carried the weight of black america on his shoulders yeah. and i've never forgotten eugene nicholas duffy yeah he was so full-on he may well have been fictional have i might you checked have him on him. facebook i haven't checked in with him should i should see if he's he tweeting um, but Gil's got Aaron, amazing, one of my favourite artists. Um, but Elbow, arguably up there as well. I just absolutely love him. And that album, Seldom Seen Kid, has just got so many good songs. Grounds for Divorce, Loneliness of a Tower Crane Driver. Cl- cl- I mean, it's easy. Loneliness of a what? Tower Crane Driver. But, um, yeah, because for a minute there it sounded like you said. Cut, 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 cut. Oh, it's a bonus track. That's right. a bonus track. Um, oh, it's just so many good songs on there. Yeah. So, if, guys, listening, if you haven't listened to Albo, get a bloody grip and listen to Seldom Seen Kid. Yeah, yeah. And then all the other albums, which are really good. And uh, some of you are more perspicacious would have heard the first two seconds of this song at the end of my last song, but let's still have it because it's really, well, it's lovely for a sunny day, isn't lovely it? Lovely day. the Lars there she goes okay now that was coming in on here off a uh, film uh, compilation of songs from film soundtracks so pub quiz question what film soundtrack is that from Um, there she goes by the Lars I think that was from um, Notting Hill it's a lovely guess it's not right I'll give you a clue the film's got Mike Myers in it Um, is it Austin Powers (laughs) (laughs) no you do it was actually someone married an axe murderer Oh, I don't know that film. It's a good film. Funny film. Where's the look? Not seen it. Better than you'd think. Um, not seen it. And I didn't even know it exist. existed. Well, I, I can recommend it. It's got some good... Uh, it's got some, I, I want to quote it, but I'd be quoting one of the funny bits and spoiling it. Oh, yeah. Also, There She Goes is one of my favourite mashups I've ever done from uh, Beat This. Yeah. Was There She Goes and another song. And I think I can show you what it was by doing this. Here we go. Up in the club, just broke up, and doing my own little thing. You decided to dip, and now you're on the trip, cause another brother noticed me. He up on me, I'm up on him, don't pay him any attention. You grab my tears, three long years, can't be mad at me. If you like it, then you should've put a ring on it. If you like it, then you should've put a ring on it. Don't be mad if another. Oh, it's just that treasure back, treasure back. So yeah, you get the idea with that. Brilliant, well done. Thanks very much. I like it. I like your mashups. There's, there's some, there's some, some of them are horrific, and that's fun too. That was the Lars. Um, there she goes, and uh, Beyonce. If um, uh, if you like it, then you should put a ring on it. Yeah, I need the uh, name of the song if you're going to get both points. Uh, I, the, there she goes. Yeah, you got that. And then um, ring. All ring. the single ladies. Oh, isn't it? Oh, the single ladies. Oh, the single ladies. There's another good thing. If you go on your YouTube, there's an actress doing uh, the lyrics of all the single ladies as a dramatic monologue. And it's just fantastic. Is it good? It's really superb. I'll have a look, mate. She pulls out a lot of drama. I've got the internet at home, so I'll have a look. Excellent. You got the Wi-Fi. You got the broadband. I got the broadband. Talking about what's going on around your house, right? Yes, it's yeah. spring, stroke summer. It's really beautiful. But yeah. you are, of course, a comedian. Correct. So there's a key question that affects all our lives at this time of the year, which is: okay. Are you going to the Edinburgh Festival? I am going to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Yes. So um, you're currently desperately trying to make up a new show. I because um, you had a good one last year, didn't you? I had a good one last year. Thank you, mate. It was called Lloyd Griffith, uh, Voice of an Angel, Body of a Trucker. Mm-hmm. I had a great time. Enjoyed it. Lovely uh, punters, um, and um, I didn't want to stop actually at the end of it. I kind of wanted to. That's a very good it. sign, isn't it? Um, but everyone else did want me to stop, including the people you hired the, the room from and stuff yeah. like that. Oh yeah, and 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 and, uh, and literally everyone else. Um, but this year, I'm going back up with a new show called Lloyd Griffith. Um, Great Grimms with his big turn on. 
What Grims? What Great Grimsby's big turn on? So Grimsby is actually called Great Grimsby, right? Good. Um, and the big turn on. Um, I got asked last September to switch on the Christmas lights in Grimsby, um, and I was over the moon. Um, and they're over the moon. The, wow, the, that actually, is amazing. Can we go out? Is we're busy, aren't we? Can we go out and catch it and get ice? Yeah. Well, we'll be back in a few minutes, everyone. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's gone. Um, I got a sound like Grimsby and I was over the moon until it turned out that I was eighth choice um, and I was like sod you sod you the Grimsby even telegraph um, I mean I'm almost being I'm being heckled by an ice cream van yeah now. that's right that's okay um, they can actually see it's pulling up over there they've got all the classics mind that child so um, the, the ice cream van is called Stars and Stripes, which, if I'm honest, I don't is it's not a traditional name for a uh, ice cream vendor. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light? I'm actually really hungry at the moment as well, so that's annoying. Well, if you you could put your record on and we could no, so so no. it's called Great Grimby's. Uh, Great Grimby's a big turn on, and it's about um, about the other six seven chumps that got asked to turn on the lights ahead of me. Uh, it's about me proving to um, the world that I am better than them, and they should ask me to switch. Who's Grimsby's most famous son or daughter? It's 2015, mate. Um, Ella Henderson. No, moment. I was going to ask separately. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so at the moment, Kevin Clifton, who is one of the dancers from Strictly Come Dancing. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Who's, Thomas yeah. Turgoose, the actor, who's in This Is England. Yes, yeah, so you did something with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tom's uh, a good mate of mine now. We did. Uh, we presented the Grimsby Town Player of the Year Awards last week. Mm-hmm. Um, we gave ourselves, we both gave ourselves awards as well. Um, uh, who else? Um, Guy Martin. Even though he's not actually from Grimsby, he's from Kermington. Guy Martin, you know, the, the speed guy, the big guy with the big mutton chops. Ah. Uh, um, uh, Norris and, and Ella Henderson, Street. if we're going to women. Let's yeah, look Ella at women, daughters of Grimsby. Ella Henderson, Patricia Hodge. Ah. Um, Julie Peasgood. Does she? I don't know who Judy is. Uh, she was in Brookside in the eighties. Joke about P's good. That's what I was going P's good. P's good. Oh, <laughs> Julie P's good. He's ever so good. Um, His friends call him easier, and he's a mean geezer. He's ever so good. He's ever needs a good. Um, but she's uh, she was in Brookside, and she did the Bird's Eye P adverts, which you probably know her from. She probably got that because her name was P's good. Yeah, yeah. and she's from Grimsby, and Bird's Eye were, are based in Grimsby. So all for her, it was, I mean, a job come true. Bird's Eye, good working for Bird's Eye, doing, that's incredible. Well done. Where will they find us? Findus. Findus. Um, uh, I've got a thing. And so for people who are not interested in Grimsby, what is in your show to get those people in? All sorts. I'm throwing enough um, feces at the wall and seeing what sticks. And how and is it going? What do you I, tell I've me about like, your I've latest I've done, like, I've done like four or five previews um, and they've all been going really well. And Excellent. I'm really enjoying doing it. Where do you it. like to preview? Uh, wh- wh- where do I like to preview? Yeah, yeah. I, genuinely, anywhere. I, I like you taking it all over the country. I, I, I'm doing it like three or four times in London. And I think that's probably like the right amount. That's to do about in right. Yeah, good. Because I think London can be quite tougher than the. I think you, you get a better. Uh, I think the um, the suburbs are a bit more open-minded. Yeah, open-minded. Yeah, or gr- grateful that you turned up. Great, a bit of both. Um, so yeah, I do. I, I like to do like four previews in London. I've got about fifteen, seventeen in the diary. Is that all right? That's yeah, all right, I think it? that's perfect because the thing is, you can end up going on the like doing a tour of your yeah. show before you get to Edinburgh, and you stop changing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get used to it and start doing it every night. You have to be really strict about yeah. writing it until until you get to Edinburgh. The kids are happy about the ice cream. Yeah, aren't they? well, Shame. they would be. I mean, you know, oh, see, can you see? Um, uh, the thing with the previews, you need a few that are really judgmental. It's good, yeah. pra- good practice for yes. It's like cauterizing the yeah, show. Yeah. You need a few that will go horribly wrong. You and you want, the, you want them early on, so you think, oh, that bit I thought was going to be great is not going to work. Yeah. But also, it's quite good late on when you know it's great or you really believe in it, and then an audience decides against it. Yeah. And you kind of have to go, oh. no, I'm still going to do it. Yeah. I'd do it like that. But I'm looking forward to it. And I'm, um, yeah, please come. Um, I checked my sales last week. I've sold 15 tickets. That's a good start. It's, not, it's months away. I'm happy with that. Yeah. So let's try and make it 20. Yeah. By the end of the day. Ideally all on one day. All if it's going to be that many rather that. than over weeks. Um, and that means I've got a third of a show sold. Um, uh, and are you singing in the new show? Obviously, mate. It's all I've got. Um, yeah. Singing, dancing, impressions, um, drinking, flirting, uh, ev- like everything. There's everything. I saw you at a gig the other day, which was all proper singing. You were singing a bit of Purcell. Yeah. What gig was that? Well, I say gig. Oh yeah, it was, it the, was a the family the, the music the, workshop. Yeah, the family music workshop. Yeah, I sang um, uh, Purcell's uh, music for a while. Music, music for a while. Yeah, yeah, he sang it for a while. 
Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a tough kick, wasn't it? Yeah, tough, 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 tough kick, tough crowd. To a lot of kids. But um, I, Justin Bieber. I'm kind of hoping. I haven't asked you about your choral work because I was hoping your uh, um, shuffle would turn up something ridiculous that would get us started. But I mean, see. it's as if it's fixed, and it genuinely isn't. But this next song is a choral, and with, with, with choral songs as well, Rob. I'm just gonna uh, I'm gonna press play because. Um, they usually leave about four to five seconds of silence before <laughs> a song, so I'm going to play it now. And we'll just scratch our chins waiting. And here we go. Yeah, that was fading off, but then it kind of built back up, and I thought we can't listen to that all day. Lovely, though. Really lovely. Lovely piece. What was it? Uh, that was uh, a song by Eric Whittaker um, called uh, Thank You, God, for the for Most This Amazing Day. I mean, that doesn't make sense, but it's called Thank You, God, for Most This Amazing Day. Um, now... That's quite a modern choral song. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it was performed by the Choir of Polyphony, directed by Stephen Layton. You're not on that. That's not you. No, I'm not on that. But I've got a few friends. I think that are on that. Um, so um, really, uh, so this is. So obviously, I like, I like choral music. I mainly I like to listen to um, like Renaissance stuff, Baroque music. So kind of like anything I like from, rock. Love rock music. Oh no, sorry, Baroque. So no, I'm, I'm yeah. really confused now. Um, I lo- yeah. Baroque and Roll is what I listen to and yeah. that's next year's show title sorted um, so like 15th, 16th, 17th century stuff this one uh, was from probably about five years ago Yeah, written by a bloke called um, Eric Whittaker now Eric Whittaker if you google him very attractive man um, I think like in his 40s, 50s from some men in their 40s can be attractive yeah some can uh, and it, I include no all, mo- the men I know um, I'm, I know you mate too late um, he, um, so Eric Whisker was a in a band that I think we're going to support Pink Floyd now this bit might be that might be um, something that might not be right but I mean google it um, so he was in a high school high school was in a band that apparently was going to support Pink Floyd he really fancied this girl and she was in the school choir so he went to like impress her so he joined the choir to like try and impress her walked into the auditions and they were singing Mozart's Requiem and he fell in love with Mozart's Requiem and decided to then write I'm going to drop the band I'm going to start writing classical music and then he took up music and then that was it he had a moment he had a proper moment he had a proper moment an epiphany um, but he's quite as composers go he's probably like the most rock and roll um, kind of like composer out there I mean I can't help but thinking that he just could have thought oh I'll tell you what I'll do and kind of slipped that in the back pocket and then still gone out with a girl and gone on tour with Pink Floyd and then done it like just six months later yeah I think there's a bit baby bathwater there there's a little bit you know I think he, he's probably a lot richer than he would have been like supporting Pink Floyd you could have done both though and then he'd be in the pub now saying I'll tell you what else I did supported Pink Floyd um, but a lot of his music, though, not that religious. That one obviously was, uh, I think. Um, it sounded pretty religious. But some of the stuff is brilliant. So if you if you if you like nice choral music, that's Roger, easy listening. Roger Whittaker, yeah. Eric Whittaker. Roger Whittaker. <laughs> Roger Whittaker. Um, Pink Lloyd. Um, Roger Whittaker with Pink Lloyd. So listen to that. But it's, uh, yeah. So it's not if you like yeah if you like easy listening choral music then uh, Eric Whittaker. That is was your, nice because you know you, it's good. Breakup, we wanted, it? we needed something choral um, because you're here and it seems appropriate and. It, that was really nice. It was accessible. Thank and yet, you, I wonder if my next tune is going to take us back to um, some Mancunian misery. I think it might. Oh, eh? That was good. Atmosphere by Joy Division, as opposed to Atmosphere by Russ Abbott, which wouldn't have been nearly as welcome. Not to me, anyway. Yeah. I, I, um, I love Joy Division. Me too. And I tell you, you know you're talking about sort of getting older with songs like that. I don't know why I wasn't all over Joy Division when I was a teenager. I think maybe because I was all over The Cure and they were based, they, to some extent, sorry The Cure, yeah. they were a Joy Division rip-off band. Certainly the stuff that I loved, those first few albums that before they got really famous. But um, uh, it means that I can really enjoy Joy Division now. Yeah. Because I knew which songs were good then, but now when I hear them, I'm like, oh, it's like I'm hearing it all for the first time. So I saw The Cure at festival I think did mm-hmm. I, did I? Yeah. Uh, that seems very possible a few years ago yeah and they were good but like they weren't that you know they weren't as we've heard them earlier well on. I think they've got I think that Robert Smith is a great um, pop writer and he always wishes that he was a great serious he's become a really good serious misery yeah. music writer but his skill is is all in hooks yeah. and boys don't cry and why can't I be you and all that stuff the Love Cats. Yeah. I don't think it's who he wanted to be, but that's who he is. Bad luck, Robert. 
It's probably made a bit of money from it though, hasn't yeah, it? I think so he's okay with it. I'll be alright with that, mate. I'll, 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 and also, I'll, you know, I, do, I mean, there isn't. I'm, I grew up on him. I'm being very mean to like the the, the 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 you know. I couldn't. There's no me without six years of Robert Smith back in the day. <laughs> and uh, I met him very briefly. I say met him. God, it's been a name droppy old show, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And another famous person I once went very very near. But um, I he, I was doing. I went to Jules Holland once, and the Cure were on, and I just shook mm. his hand for the for my 16 year old self. Really. <laughs> in the present day I, f- I wasn't particularly comfortable with him and I didn't really like the songs they were playing oh really but teenage me but you told him that yeah nearly cried okay. yeah I said this is for someone who doesn't exist anymore <laughs> I think you're rubbish I'll tell you what mate go back to the dressing room just have a little think about what you just done yeah he's a little bit old now for that look is he yeah my <laughs> yeah, pup yeah he is yeah he is my yeah. pup get it trimmed <laughs> little Edward Scissorhands kind of like yeah that's right well mean? Tim Burton's got the same thing you know yeah. brilliant we see where you're coming from but you know just have a look at your birth you need a call for at the school gates mate you know what I mean exactly have yourself a little trim see when uh, Dave Gilmore from Pink Floyd cut his hair short fantastic yeah could have done it sooner or later <laughs> oh but we'll look back at our look back in you know in, in 20 years time we'll look oh, can you remember when you that fringe well oh. that sticky up a bit at the front but you've yeah, got to have it while you, you can you've got to have while you can do you know what I mean and I'm grey I'm okay with it I'm clinging on for dear life mate I get a bit of grief for my grey I'm happy with it yeah mate for Silver Fox isn't it yeah it might not be George Clooney but I'm pushing Roger Sterling are you yeah he was carer yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> so have you lined something up yeah uh, well I'm just pre- again just, I'm literally just pressing right I'm yeah good because right. you know the rule on this show is it has to be random it has to come from your iPod and it has it's, to be by shuffle. a band from the northwest. Uh, <laughs> I mean <laughs> I'm not even joking are you ready for it yeah it is on Fubar Radio. Yeah, this is Rob Deering in for James A. Caster, and that was The Arctic Monkeys played by Lloyd Griffith. What song was that? Uh, still Take You Home. Yeah, that's uh, that's north rather than northwest, but lovely. I, I, no, I'd still say uh, Sheffield um, Virgin on the northwest. I'm thinking... No, central. That's actually central. Yeah, and yeah. also M6 goes to the northwest, M1 goes to the north. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, and then you go past the north, you get to the northeast. But I do think that and then um, you get to Scotland, but we might not be allowed in. Sheffield do as d- does have um, a northwest style accent, I think. Yeah, I know we're saying accent wise, but also Sheffield in and of itself has an incredible, always great music, and that real good, a real specific poetic sense of humour. Oh, it's all brimmed out of the lead mill, mate, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. you know you got your and uh, oh, bl- blooming well pulp. Uh, hey, oh, stop there. League. Stop me there, mate. Yeah. Um, so my other half is a big pulp fan, as am I. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was in Waitrose, not showing off, uh, in Westfield. <laughs> well, sorry, but if this is going to be a name drop, I think we should have a moratorium. So what does that mean? You, it means we're not going to do it anymore. Is this going to be you and a famous person in Westfield? Yeah. Was it Chipmunk? No, it wasn't. <laughs> Basically, we walked in and Doll was like, Doll's a massive... Is it Vivi Brown? No, 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 we haven't seen her. Um, can we just make sure she's still alive? And, then, um, and I walked in and um, I was like, oh, that man that's just walked in front of us is Jarvis Cocker. Mm-hmm. And I know that Jarvis lives in Shepherd's Bush because I used to live around the corner from him. He used to um, stalk him for a while, didn't he? Well, I just used to pick up his, um, his uh, dog poo. <laughs> and I go, sorry, Mr. Cocker, you dropped this. I'll put it in the middle for you. Do you know um, what kind of dog he's got? Uh, it's Cocker Spaniel that's right <laughs> were you going to do that <laughs> yeah, yeah thank that's, you it's me and oh, you that's together. A, that's so yeah so you're in Waitrose in Waitrose and, and then so I said to me lady I was like why did you go and speak to him she's like I can't I was like you love him you absolutely love him you love his design and just go over there and speak to him and then she went over like, and then um, she did have a little chat to him over the pasta um, and she was like oh, so, you know, I'm a big fan but I mean and she went, I just read the article today that said that it might be the um, Greece's finance minister's daughter that is the had the, the girl that had a thirst for knowledge that he took to a supermarket that he took to a supermarket and he's like is that true he went, he went it's not no sorry he went um, I could see why they thought that because we've got a connection but it's not he went um, he went um, no only one person's ever got it right some bloke came up to me at a pub showed me a photo of this girl he went is this her and he went yeah it is he went Secret safe for me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> walked off. So this is story That's going really around. Good. This is story that I think it was in the Independent this last week that it said, "Oh, I think it's Greece's finance minister's daughter that is who he talked about, or wife." 
Um, so yeah, that was going around. So and then we managed to speak to him on the day it happened. And I then, think it's um, brilliant to see uh, someone who sang about a supermarket in a supermarket. <laughs> a I mean, supermarket. that's like checking into the but Hotel California with the Eagles, so or the, going to meeting Tanita Tickerham at the top of the cathedral, or going to Ibiza with the Venga Boys. <laughs> <laughs> All up there. Yeah, or um, uh, meeting in a Spanish castle with uh, um, uh, Jimi Hendrix. Although it's not really in Spain, but all of a sudden yeah. it's a groovy name. Or going to... Um, or, uh, going or to going the to, Arctic with the Arctic monkeys. Or going to Scotland with the Proclaimers. No. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Whatever. So anyway, so um, spoke to him and then I took a few photos of uh, me the half. Um, and this, so this is before the restraining order then? Yeah, before the restraining order. Uh, and now she got a tag on. Um, and she was referring to which, which pasta to use. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was quite. I, I went back, went past, and took a few photos, and just put it on like Facebook. And he is. I mean, he is. I mean, we obviously love music. And we like yeah. all kinds of pop stars. But the man is. He's a legend. He's one of those. He'd be one of my dinner party guests. Oh yeah, I, and I, you know, even now. I mean, he, oh yeah, he's, he's just so good. I like listening to him on. Uh, obviously, Fubar is my favorite radio station. But after that, it's oh. really one, and then it's six music. Right, um, so so basically, what you're here to do is talk about famous people that you've seen and other radio stations. Yeah, but I just want people to know that I want people to go, oh, he does this guy. What's his name? Lloyd Griffith. He knows quite a lot of famous people, doesn't he? And yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know them, Jimmy, yeah, but you know. And, but you, and you think you're better Morton than them because this Grimsby Chipmunk. thing. You don't want to be. No, no, I do think I'm better than yeah. <laughs> I'm going to Scunthorpe soon. Um, Tiny Temper's never been there. I'm going to put the Horp into Scunthorpe. Um, okay. Right, yeah, yeah. I think no, it's the the. Right. Um, are, you, are you doing the, a gig there? Yes, the uh, Thursday Bath night Halls. gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in the foyer. Uh, I, I've done that. I don't know, the first time I did the, that gig, times. they lit it. It was the most dramatically low-angled lighting I've ever done. So my shadows, my two or three shadows, really? were all about 18 feet high. And behind me, like, they were all going to bend down and eat me up. Like um, an old Fred Astaire special effects scene. But it's quite nice, don't they? They've sorted it out, haven't they? It's I, a lovely, it's really nice to um, go. It's always I, uh, my mates run it. Because so, oh. uh, it's just down the road from Grimsby, isn't it? So, uh, yeah, of course. I'm doing that next uh, in, in July, if anyone's wondering, 24th of July. Is that when I'm going? Oh, maybe we're going there together. Are you? It'd be nice. Are you actually? I don't know. We'll look it up. We'll look it up while uh, we're playing this next song and we'll tell you. I'm going to play another. We need to play some more songs because neither of us have played anything excruciating yet. No, like, and, but, but the, yeah, I, 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 it could I, happen. I'm scared. That, I don't know what's coming next. This is my next one. Here it comes. The Who with Barbara O'Reilly. The Who are, clo- are playing headlining Glastonbury now, aren't they? They are, yeah, yeah, yeah. I read an article. I was, uh, I was, that was a great sign. I enjoyed that a lot. I wish that had played in the marathon. I had that. But um, I read an article when I was in Australia, and it was an article in the paper complaining about bands who can still tour um, without all the key members. And they were complaining about hot chocolate touring without late great Errol Brown, you know, when he was still yeah. alive and stuff. But they were complaining about The Who. And uh, touring without all the original members. And all the original members of The Who, who are alive, yeah, yeah. are still perform with The Who. I think that's the most you can ask yeah. for all the living members of a band to be on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was slightly unreasonable. What more do you want? <laughs> yeah. where, oh, where is Keith Moon? Yeah. Well, uh, you know. So uh, I don't think they'll have to mention anything at the beginning either, will they? Do you know what I mean? Go, uh, guys... Keith wanted to be here tonight. <laughs> yeah, particularly um, a few decades ago when he knew that it was a thing. But um, I mean, I, the Who are another one of those bands. When I was in, the, the, probably the best band I was in as a teenager, my good friend and the lead singer was a huge Who fan. He was all over the Who. And it didn't mean anything to me. And now I get it. They're great. And yeah. they're so, they talk about them being the greatest live band in the world, like around the sort of late... I don't know, I suppose, turn of the 70s. And you think, oh, it's just something you say. And then you look at the stuff they were doing, and they were, they were yeah. so good! So I still think they're going to be amazing even now. Yeah. But I think, that, you know, they, they are obviously a cult band, as, you know. But, well, um, the cult are very good as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're a cult band. And there are certain bands that you kind of get into in, in your, after you've listened to, you know, like 911 and, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of uh, the, 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 the trashy. That, oh, what was Hello. that? That was, was my phone. Oh dear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like who are, are obviously like a, a band that you, the, it's always cool to listen to them as well, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'm alright with the Who. I mean, not my fave, but I'll, t- I'll, I'll take them. Yeah. If, if you're saying if you're saying take it or leave it, I'll I'll bloody take the Who, mate. Yeah, you're gonna leave it though, aren't you? I mean, I just played Barbara O'Reilly, which is like this enormous song, and you're giving me a, I'm getting a bit of yeah, they're alright mm. off you. I mean, what do you want? It's like me saying 
I've just given you Christmas, and you're like, yeah, but could I have a biscuit? You know, uh, give me a epiphany. Yeah, What's I'm next? not going to bother touring with Pink Floyd. What's the next festival? I'm going to sing. I love, I love Christmas. <laughs> I genuinely do love Christmas. Gives yeah. me lots of time to sing Christmas carols. Favorite Christmas carol? Do you have one? Yeah, don't sing any. That's bad luck. Go on, don't name. Oh, I won't okay. say it. Um, but um, um, I, oh, I don't know. What is it? Uh, uh, Coventry Carol. Oh yeah, that is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, still, 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 is really good. Um, as in still, so silence. Yeah, yeah. That's sung by Bryn Turf. I like an incredibly heartbreakingly sad Christmas song. Yeah, yeah. So in the bleak well, midwinter, still, still, still. I like to listen to Kate Bush's "This Woman's Work" at Christmas. Corpus, Chris, uh, Corpus Christi Carol. Uh, Jeff Buckley covered that. Yeah, that's a good one. Guys, you're singing it. I told you not to sing Christmas songs. It's bad luck. Oh, okay. I, I mean, was pretty strict on that. Producer just got a gun out and was aiming at me through yeah. the. Well, it's bulletproof well, this is glass the bad luck. luck. It's your fault. You put it on yourself. Bulletproof glass. So, so uh, I'm, I always worry that a Christmas song is going to come out. Uh, I've got, I have got Christmas songs on it, so I, I, I've got no idea what could um, happen. Well, what players? What have you got next? Okay, You've got so time for go. a couple more. Let's hear it. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> this is awful. So we're going to have to have commentary on this, and we won't be able to play the full thing because. Um, Explain yourself quickly. Do you know? Do you know what this song is? Yeah, it's "Let's Wait a While" by Janet Jackson. Even, no, it's not. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. So it okay, is. Okay, let it play. What is it? Holding back the years by Simply Red. Karaoke version. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so not even the main well, version. Well, you better sing it. Fears have had so long. Holding. No. no. Oh. oh. Should we stop it there? Because, I mean, that's probably yeah. more Simply Red karaoke for... Yeah, that was disastrous. Anyone. It was really, really awful. <laughs> <laughs> so I, got, I guess the reason I've got to explain that track... Yeah. Um, I had it on there because I, I had that in my show last year in Edinburgh. Yeah. Um, because I, um, I it was it was the first song that I there's a girl that I was in love with at school called Lauren Sturgeon. She's now married, but I'm absolutely fine with that. Um, she uh, I, I fancied her, and this is the first song that I um, slow danced to her with. Slow danced with her too. <laughs> I mean, whatever. I'm getting all flustered. You slow danced up to her. Um, I slow danced up to her, and away. then. Um, we slow danced and I thought it would be a really good idea because I was head chorus at the time to sing the lyrics in her ear and it wasn't it really wasn't and she never spoke to me for four years um, so yeah so I, so I did a um, you scared her off didn't you I did, I did scare, of course I scared her off um, so I did uh, in my Edinburgh show I danced with a man on stage um, and sang that into his ear um, so hence why I needed the karaoke version. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. So that again, I guess is like a bit of a weird one, a cringe one. It was wonderful. Give me the thing oh, so yeah, I can play a proper Sorry, song. Yeah. That was uh... <laughs> yeah, that is a proper song. Can I say <laughs> I absolutely adore Simply Red. Yeah. Absolutely, I love Simply Red. Well, no one was going to disagree with you on that. I, I, I think he's an amazing singer, um, and I think his songs are incredible. Uh, uh, and when I, I don't warm to him as a man. Uh, in interviews and things. Okay, we'll get a sex change and then warm to him as a woman because that is how most people like him. He has cavorted with a lot of females. Yeah, according to him. According to a lot of females, thank you. Do not badmouth the Hucknall. He is a yeah, great I'm gonna, singer. I'm gonna. He's a good looking man. And He's he, happily sacked everyone in his band. Yeah. And uh, likes a little dim happily song. sacked every woman in the, the word. Uh, when the world you don't have to read that note you, you, are you going into reverie about Mick Hucknall's sex life right I'm going to play another record so we can escape the nightmarish memory of you mumbling that song into some you, poor woman poor distant I'll woman's ear were you actually on. holding on to her singing oh I'll yeah keep holding for, on. For dear, like, that's yeah. absolutely terriferifying yeah. and then she was like, let, let go did you, you didn't like, feel no. any body language a kind of rigidity like yeah. she was having some kind of spasm the headmaster oh, had to no. go over at Lloyd let go of her please <laughs> I'll keep holding on yeah. I'll keep holding holding Holding! I'm not sure if you ever got detention from school disco, but I managed to do that. <laughs> I don't think it's called a detention. Okie dokie. <laughs> it's, it's a view to the wrong phrase. What have you got? Um, I haven't got one of those. Anyway, no. yeah, this is good. Here we go. James A. Gaster on Fubar Radio. 
Oh, we were really singing along to that, weren't we? We were giving it a right good old... We were both giving it the high notes. I think once we got into the karaoke mode, uh, we are now thinking, right, well, I'm going to sing to everything. Do you think, could we slip round the corner to a karaoke bar somewhere? Do you want to... Yeah, yeah, definitely. What Um, would we sing? uh, I, personally, I like to sing um, Charles and Eddie, Would I Lie to You. Um, That's my favourite karaoke song of choice. Would I lie to you, baby? Would I lie to you? I do like to sing um, Smith songs at karaoke. Yes. Because everyone's there to be, oh, look, guys, let's have a really good, happy time. And I'm like, um, you know, um, and I'm just there, like, being all depressing. Yeah, Um, good. Oh, mother. It's good, because that's a long one and really miserable. And if Um, you do it properly, you're slightly sharp at the end. I just can't think of any Smith songs today. I don't know why I have a bit of a blank. Heaven knows the miserable now. I had a a glass of Prosecco at um, 11 o'clock today. So maybe that's why. That might be it, yeah. You you incredible badass. I really like Prosecco at the moment. (laughs) It's good stuff. We have to talk about drinking on there. You can talk about what you like. It's food bar. Um, But yeah, I really like Prosecco at the moment. It's good stuff. Lovely stuff. um, I was in Italy last week. And um, I bought uh, a little batch back with me. Mm, so it's the good stuff. I was in a, uh, a delicatessen in uh, in Italy. Not show off, mate. <laughs> and I looking at some nice local wines and they had different labels and stuff. And I went to the counter. I said, "Excuse me, do you speak English?" And the lady said, "Yes." I said, "What's the difference between these two wines?" And she said, um, "That one's red, and that one's white." <laughs> <laughs> and oh, this was the difference yeah. that I'd failed to perceive. That's the difference they have between wines here in England. And then, whilst trying to front out the embarrassment and own it and be cool, I literally fell backwards over some crates. <laughs> it was the most embarrassing 45 seconds of my oh, life. Crikey. I, and that's um, including the time I inadvertently took my pants off before music and movement. I, uh, last week in Italy, ate um, six cheese sandwiches in one day. <laughs> it's like that's a bit like that was the original sandwiches. lyrics to the crowded house song. What was it? What was Six it? cheese sandwiches <laughs> in one day. Um, I have I do these things mainly because I'm fat. But um, I remember I've been, so I, I used to be fat. I, yeah, and I, I used to be. Then I got thin, and then I got fat again. I was on tour. Um, well, doing the gigs with uh, Rob Becker. I used to do his tour support. We were doing some gigs earlier this year, and um, we, uh, were, we, we were basically we went out, and it was about two or three in the morning, and I had a few drinks, and I was eating a pizza. And um, Rob just looks at me and went, how, how many pizzas you had today? And I was realised it was three. <laughs> I had three pizzas in you've one day. You've got to look into that I stuff. do love, three I do love. Three pizzas in one day. Well, you've been, I want to just say, you've been a lovely guest. Thanks for being I on have, with thank me. You. Thank you. I'm Rob Deering here instead of James Acaster. He's back next week. He's back! Likely story, And uh, And thank you for your lovely music. My thank music you. came off really well. You played some wonderful songs and a couple of really terrible ones, which I enjoyed a yeah. lot. Um, good luck with your tell me the title of your new show again uh, show is called Great Grimsby's Big Turn On Great Grimsby's Big Turn On Great Lloyd, Gri- Griffith. Lloyd Griffith Great Grim and you're Lloyd Griffith on Twitter I am at Lloyd Griffith on Twitter and you can follow Rob Deering on uh, Twitter he is an attorney in San Diego so that'll be fun for both of you um, I'm on there as well but it's Deering and Rob so Deering it's Rob, the other yeah. way around it's the other way around so uh, um, yeah um, tune in tune in like in the old days of the radio hear James Acaster next week thanks very much play your song um, can I just I, no play it now oh. now now